Welcome to the Gather Houston podcast. We are a Christian community practicing the way of Jesus in all parts of life and for the good of all people. Thank you for joining us today. So uh, many of you know this about me, but I was uh, a church kid. I grew up going to church all the time. And uh, one of the, uh, let's call it a goofy thing, one of the goofiest things about going to church uh, all the time when you're a little kid is that you get told all these Bible stories uh, and uh, metaphors that weren't really meant for children. Like at, like at minimum, the Bible is rated PG-13. But if you go to church your whole life, especially, especially you know, uh, in the 90s, that's when I went to church, that's when I was growing up, uh, especially in the 90s, they told you all the Bible stories. And I was the kid uh, with my sweet Sunday school teacher that always ask like one more question than I think she wanted me to ask. Like, Miss Linda, what happened to all the animals that didn't get to go on Noah's Ark? Miss Linda. And uh, it didn't take me long to realize that all the murals in every church we ever went to, all the Noah's Ark uh, murals were memorial murals. PG-13 at minimum. Okay, and today we're going to look at Ephesians chapter 6, really popular passage about the armor of God. And uh, this is a passage that I got taught, that got used kind of on me uh, from a very, very young age. And I had lots of questions about it because Paul says, we're going to get to it. Paul says, like, get your shield ready, put on the armor. And again, I was like, Miss Linda, who are we fighting? And more importantly, when are they showing up? Like, these are big questions. If I need a sword, I need to know that quickly. Like, I didn't have any swords at home. And so there are these passages that are sometimes misunderstood. And of course, this one is a metaphor, and the Bible is full of metaphors. And um, I know this is a familiar passage maybe for you, but I'm hoping uh, that no matter how familiar or maybe triggering it is for you, we can just kind of come at it with a sense of real openness the sense of maybe trying to understand it uh, in a new way. And uh, I, I'll tell you who we're fighting against in just a second, uh, because I, I had lots of questions about it. So we're going to read this together. This is Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 17, is what Paul says uh, to the church in Ephesus. He says, finally, which by the way, finally, right here, this is the last week of our series on the book of Ephesians. I've really enjoyed it. But here we go. Finally, Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So uh, this is clearly a metaphor. Uh, We're not supposed to... uh, put on armor today. It's a, it's a metaphor, and there's a lot of military language here, and just right out of the gate, uh, I want to at least acknowledge that typically, um, I do not love when military metaphors are mixed with Christianity. I don't think the Christian faith is particularly pro-military or pro-war, and so sometimes 
when these um, these metaphors get mixed, it makes me a little bit uncomfortable. So if you're feeling uncomfortable, I just want to acknowledge that's totally okay. Uh, like I don't think uh, we should all sing I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord at the end of this. Like I don't think that's a helpful uh, mixing of metaphors here. So I want to just acknowledge this. So what does it actually mean to put on the armor of God? And I, I know that it seems like this passage is about fighting, that it's um, a real uh, real offensive uh, kind of posture. And uh, it's why I ask my Sunday school teacher, sweet Miss Linda, who are we fighting and when are they coming? It seems like it's a, about fighting. There's sword and armor and a breastplate and a helmet and, and all of that. I, I get that. But I, I don't think Paul is actually encouraging us to take uh, an offensive posture. I don't think he's encouraging us uh, to fight. And um, particularly, I think that putting on the armor of God uh, is definitely not about fighting against anyone. So he says really clearly in verse 12 that our struggle isn't against flesh and blood. What, and then he goes on and he says our struggle is against the powers and uh, the principles in, of darkness and uh, this kind of interesting language. And to be honest, I don't know what all of that means. So I don't know totally what it means that our struggle is against the devil's schemes and the powers of darkness. Okay, I don't. I'm just, I don't know exactly what that means. But what he says really clearly is that our struggle is not against flesh and blood, which means that for Christians, people who are seeking to follow Jesus, there is not a person or group of people that is our enemy. We do not have an enemy. And though it may feel really nice to call out a common enemy, to say that that person or those people are the people we're seeking to defeat. Paul just, I mean, really clearly, flesh and blood, no person. Our struggle is not against a person or a group of people. There is no person. I just want to like look right at you. There is no person or group of people that are our enemy. We do not have a common enemy. And I don't think this is about fighting at all. So uh, you'll see that, that Paul doesn't actually tell the church in Ephesus to fight in here at all. At all the places where you think he's going to tell them to fight, he tells them to stand. So he says to stand against the devil's schemes, to stand your ground. And then in this really interesting turn of phrase, he says, after you've done everything to stand, and it kind of seems like he's going to say, then fight. He says, then stand firm. After you've done all your standing, then stand a little longer. And we kind of automatically read uh, violence into this. We read offensive language. We read fight, fight against the devil's schemes. And after you've done your standing and your nonviolent uh, kind of posture, then, then you fight. But he says, no, when you're done standing, then you got to stand a little longer because this is the gospel of peace. And I think he might be offering just a, li just a little bit of a critique for us today that though we like to put on an armor to fight, the call of the Christian faith is a posture of planting both feet on the ground. It's a posture of perseverance. It's a posture, another way to translate stand would be to withstand. It's a, it's a posture of surrender, acceptance. It's not offensive at all. We simply plant our feet and we don't give up. We're not fighting against anything or anyone. We're standing firm, not fighting against. And um, the, the last um, 
the, the last couple weeks for me have been kind of hard weeks. Uh, so uh, this last Monday, Monday the, the 19th, uh, was the four-year anniversary of my dad uh, really publicly and profoundly uh, damaging our, our family life, our family dynamic. And uh, a lot of you know my story and, and uh, my family story, but uh, my dad uh, was a pastor, and in, in 2017, uh, he was arrested in a really public fashion, and uh, in the days and weeks that followed, uh, we found out, to say the least, that my dad wasn't who we thought he was, and uh, it was it was really hard. It is it is today still really hard, and so every year this uh, day comes up, July nineteenth, and um, uh, a lot comes with it. There's uh, pain and grief feelings of betrayal. There's anger and sadness. For me, sometimes the anxiety of what the day will feel like. So like my anxiety on the 18th is almost worse than what I feel on the 19th. Maybe you've experienced that before, but it's a lot. And what I wanted to do this year um, is I wanted to fight all those things. Like I, I wanted to put on my armor and I wanted to fight against my anger. And I wanted, uh, I, I wanted to fight against my feelings of sadness and grief and the feelings of betrayal. I really wanted to fight, but to be honest, I fought before and it doesn't get me very far. And so uh, I, definitely did, I definitely did not do it perfectly, but instead of fighting this year, I, I tried to do some withstanding. I tried to just plant my feet in a solid place and stand firm. And it's definitely not offense, and it's not really even defense. It's just a posture of acceptance and surrender. And that's what I believe Paul is calling all of us to in Ephesians chapter 6. To determine all, all those things that we want to fight against, all those things that we want to gear up for, and go on the offense, and instead of fighting, we simply plant our feet and say, I'm not going to give up, but I'm just standing firm. And that we clothe ourselves. So Paul says that we put on the armor of God. The word is to clothe, that we wrap ourselves up in truth, that we wrap ourselves up in salvation and justice, righteousness and faith, that we wrap ourselves up in the salvation of God and we plant our feet and we withstand. And so for you, what are those things that you're tempted to fight against? Like, what are those things uh, that you've fought against for a long time? What's really difficult? right now. And um, I was feeling kind of vulnerable for this message, as you can see. So what I did is I made a list. Maybe you should make a list of all those things that you want to fight against, that maybe it's time to do something else. I made a list. So I'm going to share my list with you. Maybe you should make a, maybe you should make a list, but here's my list. I'll tell you anyway. This is, here's my list of the things that I'm tempted to fight against. I'm tempted to fight against, um, a culture of busyness, the grind culture. I'm tempted to fight against constantly comparing myself to others. I often fight against my anxiety, my need for certainty or rightness. 
I usually fight against the feeling of uh, my plans not working out. I'm usually tempted to fight against my fear of failure, my general fear of the future. And I'm trying to not fight those things and to just withstand. To just plant my feet in a posture of acceptance and surrender and to persevere. And so what's on your list? What are the things that you would typically fight against? Maybe it's some anger, resentment, that you feel like you're just battling. And what, what does it look like for you to put on the armor of God? Right? And, and this is just a metaphor, okay? So it's just a metaphor. So maybe you need a different metaphor. Like Paul says, you just clothe yourself. That's what he says, you clothe yourself with the armor of God. Maybe you need to picture clothing yourself a little differently. Like what if the metaphor was you need to wrap yourself up in the weighted blanket of God. And written on that weighted blanket is the truth of who you are, that you are saved by God, that in his justice, he makes everything right. It's just a different metaphor. So I wonder what that metaphor is for you. Maybe you just need to hold on to one of the words that Paul says, right? In the armor of God, there's truth and justice and salvation and righteousness and faith. Maybe you just need to hold on to one of those things. You say, I'm going to clothe myself. I'm going to wrap myself up in the truth of God. Who God says he is, who God says I am, I'm just going to wrap myself up in that. Well, what does it look like for you to put on the armor of God? Maybe you need a different metaphor. What does withstanding look like for you? What does a posture of acceptance look like for you? It's not giving up. It's not giving in. It's not being knocked over or beaten down. It's about planting your feet and simply withstanding. What does that look like for you? Maybe you do need to start by just making a list and say, what have I been fighting against? What are all those things that pop into my head all day? You know, the further we push those things away, those feelings, the stronger they get. What would it look like for you to withstand in a posture of surrender and acceptance? Paul is encouraging us to clothe ourselves with the presence of God and to withstand all the pain and difficulty that comes our way, not fighting against, standing firm. And I'm guessing today that for some of you, or maybe a lot of you, that you have been withstanding for quite a while now. That though it might sound nice to practice more acceptance and surrender, you are exhausted by the circumstances of your life. I'm guessing that some of you are just tired because you have been trying to plant your feet for a long time. And so I want to end today by just telling you two things. The first is this, don't give up. Don't give up. You may be too tired to do any more fighting, but you can stand firm a little bit longer. Don't give up. Look at how far you've come and remember that your journey of healing and restoration was never meant to be a straight line. Don't give up. I know you're tired. I know it's hard. Don't give up. And don't forget that you're not alone. And listen, I, I know 
I know what it's like to feel like uh, no one understands. I know what isolation feels like. But you are not alone. Listen, you got me today, if nothing else. I'm trying to be as vulnerable as I can with you. I got some stuff going on. You've got me. You've got this family here at Gather. You are not alone. And I know that the isolation is real, that you are experiencing it, but you are not alone. Today we clothe ourselves with the presence of God, with God's truth, His justice, His righteousness. We wrap ourselves up in it and we stand with the people of God. Today we are declaring together that we won't give up, that we refuse to give in, that we won't fight against any longer, but we will and we can stand firm. So gather, this is my prayer for you today. Live in the freedom that you don't have to fight against anything. You are being held up by the love of this community and by the mighty power of God. So stand firm. Plant your feet in the ground with confidence and withstand all that seeks to sway you from your holy identity as a child of God. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in Gather, check out our website at gatherhouston.org or visit us on Sunday at 10 a.m.